Welcome to the Invite Only Podcast with your hosts, Cara Maria and Polly Calipuri. You are now invited. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Invite Only. You are officially invited. Cara Maria here. Paula Calafuri here. Today's episode is something that I'm sure everybody's going to be super interested in. Let's talk about... Sex, baby. Baby. All right. right. See, I didn't even know the questions. She's just throwing songs to me. Since people have written in with uh, different questions about their lives, and you have not read any of them. I've not read any of them, but we had Cara do this because we know if we left the questions up to my fans, things would get a little bit wild. I know exactly the kind of questions that we'd be answering for three hours. 100%. It would have to do with what's in your pants. I'm going to read anonymously what you guys have submitted to me. We are going to give you our unprofessional, unbiased, non-sugar-coated feedback. We are not professionals, okay? So do not take anything we say and take it to heart. This is just our opinions on these topics. We are not licensed. We are not medical doctors. This is your waiver. You cannot sue us. And with that, let's get right into it. Enough of this foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. Here it goes. My boyfriend, 37, male, and I, 30-year-old female, have been together for 11 months now. And I wish it was more spicy. He's very vanilla, doesn't go down on me, has fingered me maybe four times. We always do missionary, except maybe five times. Every time I bring up how unhappy I am sexually, he doesn't seem to understand. I have asked to do different positions, different locations, add some kink, like choking, hair grabbing. He doesn't seem interested. Hmm. We we now have had sex once a week, and I wish it was way more. I feel unsatisfied sexually, and I'm not sure what more I can do. Or should I end the relationship? They've been together again 11 months. 11 months. Um... I mean, this is a loaded question, right? Like, first of all, there's a pretty big age gap, 37 and 30, seven-year age gap, right? Like, you're just starting your 30s. He's just about to start his 40s. Like, the first question I would want to ask is, where is he at professionally, right? Because, like, if he works and he's providing and he is, like, doing a lot of other things, then lay off the guy. Um, But if he's a bum, dump him because, like, no foreplay, no sex, it doesn't want to spice things up, like, there, there's no point in being there. And it's only been 11 months. It's not like you guys have been dating for, like, years. Um, but, once again, a lot of factors. Like, if the guy works 50, 60 hours a week, makes a good paycheck, and is, like, providing for you in other ways... I think that that needs to uh, be factored in. Like, not everybody is okay. I'm going to disagree because you work nonstop, twenty four seven, and I am not left unsatisfied. I am like part of like the point zero 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 one percentile. Like, I have Mm -hmm. I have an extremely high sex drive for somebody who works as much as me, and I've also always been good at sex, like my entire life. That has never been a thing. A lot of guys like aren't good at sex from what I'm told. <laughs> How? Okay. Like, so here's the question. So if she's in this relationship, um, I've, I've heard based on this question, she has brought up to him that she is, mm-hmm. that she wants more or mm-hmm. she's unsatisfied and he's just kind of, eh, whatever. So is he, eh, whatever, or is he, eh, I'm intimidated because my girlfriend is trying to like do all these things. And to a lot of guys that might be intimidating. 
You know what I mean? Because like, if he's already not good at sex or not experienced at sex, and now she's asking for all these wild, kinky things, he may be insecure. He so could like, be. I would say to her, like, she should kind of take the initiative. She should take charge, and she should kind of like lead the way a little bit. Now, I would, I w- you would never need to say this to me. All right, I'm in control. I take charge of it all. But it sounds like this guy is afraid to take control or, for whatever reason. Or, or he's complacent. Inex- or he's or, just complacent. Or he's inexperienced. <clears throat> if they have missionary sex all the time, like, he's probably very inexperienced, right? At 37 years old? What does age have to do all with right. anything? Like, that? Not, not a lot of people have a lot of sex. Like, the average that people have sex is, like, maybe once a week. So, like, this is the norm of, like, what most people do. Like, mine and your sex life is very abnormal. Like, we have sex all the time. We do a lot of fun things all the time, multiple times a day. That's, like, not the norm with a lot of, like, relationships. So, I would say, like, listen, if you want to spice things up, get some sexy outfits. Come in on your man, like, when he least expects it. Take his take his pants off, go down on him, you know, like you initiate, like get on him backwards, ride him, tell him to smack your ass, tell him to pull your hair while he's on top of you. Like you have to get him in that because if he's going to initiate it, he's going to stick to what he knows, which sounds like is just missionary and vanilla. Yes. And with that, I would say from the woman's perspective, if you've been with him 11 months, that means that there's more than just sex that is drawing you to this man. So if he does provide, wait, let me just Uh, say. So if he does provide to you in other ways that you're happy and it's only the sex department that's lacking, I would agree with Polly. Instead of just saying it as you've tried to say it, then I would say also try initiating and Sex is an incredible part of relationships. It sounds like it's really an important thing for you. And my thing is, if the initiating doesn't work, if if that's, if no matter what you try, you're not getting the type of sexual relationship you want, I need you to take a step back, see how important sex is to you versus what else the relationship is giving to you. And if it's something you want to step out of. 11 months, a year, that's not too long. It's but not also, long. It's not long if the sex is already is vanilla... It's not going to get it. But here's the thing. Sex can get better. You know or what I mean? it could get worse. Not really. I like, mean, not it, for it, us. it can only get worse. <laughs> it happens. In- if, if sex starts great and starts to get worse, then that's more of a problem to me than like if somebody's inexperienced. And they're not like, even doing foreplay. Like they're not even playing. Yeah, they're, they're, he doesn't touch her with his hands. He doesn't touch her with his mouth. So if you've gone 11 months without a guy doing that. I mean, dude, like, listen, I, it's probably a problem. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think most guys play video games and, and you know, jerk off too much. Um, and it's a problem. I so, think. Anyway, I say if I had to vote on it, leave him. I would say if I had to vote on it, final verdict. Try what Polly said. We've already said this. You verbalized it, but physically, you haven't tried. I don't know if you tried. But also, have you ever asked him what he likes? I think there needs to be a little more exploration, but if you're still unsatisfied sexually, I think move on before you waste any more time in this relationship, personally. That's my opinion. Or suggest an open relationship with him, and then, you know, go bang other guys. (laughs) Next. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole nother question for a whole nother day. Next question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. 
as a larger woman, I'm dating a man who is way out of my league. He's gorgeous, smart, funny. He's also an introvert and has been hurt by women in the past. So mm -hmm. I've been taking it real slow with him, trying to show him that not all women will take advantage of men. There are sweet, kind, and selfless women. But I give so much and take so little that I'm not feeling fulfilled. I really care about him, but I want to give him a little more of my... I want him to give more of himself to me. I'm scared I'm going to lose him to someone prettier, more attractive, more fit. I'm definitely not his physical type, and that scares me. And on an intimate level, we have sex, but it's a really quick lay for him. He gets off, and that's it. And I don't know if I'm being used or if he's being guarded because he's been hurt before. What are your thoughts on that relationship? Um, sounds like a lot of uh, insecurities. Mm -hmm. um, these are all things that are in that person's control. If you're worried about being overweight, lose weight. So, like, work out. Eat healthier, right? Um, but if he's with you, he's with you for a reason. I wouldn't overthink his past, how much he's been hurt. Um, if he likes you for you, great. But if those are your concerns... That then, sounds like a you problem. That sounds like a you problem. Like, get, get yourself in shape. Like, mm -hmm. it's as simple as that. Like, if I ever felt... Like, I've been in shape my entire life. But if I ever felt like I have been out of shape... With her, I'd like get myself back in shape. You know what I mean? Because I want to look good all the time. And she like said, when I get thick, she's like, I like you thick. I Me like personally, it. I don't like it. When it starts to affect my brain, I change it. Um, and I think that everybody needs to do that. But you can't take your own insecurities and worry about them when it comes to the relationship. Like, if it's quick, I mean, some girls th take that as a compliment and say that, a guy coming quick is like the best compliment they can get um, because that you turn them on so much. Um, you can't think about his past because what good is that going to do? Who cares about the other girls that hurt him? If that affects your relationship, then that's a him problem. And he needs to work on that. That's my two cents. So from a woman's perspective, I would say that after reading all of that, it sounds like the biggest problem you have in this relationship is yourself. So it sounds like you think you've got quite the catch and you are already saying you don't feel like you're good enough for him, which he is going to feel in turn, which is not sexy for the person that you're with. So yes, you can do all the little things for him that you feel like you're taking care of him and stuff. But if you are not confident in who you are, mm. he's going to detect that that is not sexy. So mm. my suggestion to you is he's with you for a reason. You've got a catch and you know this. So you need to work on you. I would suggest <clears throat> joining a gym or doing a workout activity that makes you feel sexy, whether it's Zumba, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's kickboxing or yoga or Pilates. Find an activity that makes you feel sexy when you're doing it so that when you come back from the gym, you've got that like sweaty flush, he knows you just did something physical, that's sexy and you feel attractive. I think I understand you're giving a lot of energy to him. I think you need to give just as much energy to yourself. Take care of yourself the way that you're taking care of this man. Your confidence will go through the roof. You're going to feel sexier in bed as well. Because if you're already feeling insecure and you're having sex with him, maybe it's quick because maybe you're insecure. Oh no, he's seeing me. Oh no, now he's going to want somebody else because I'm not pretty enough. That translates to how you are in the bedroom. So the most important thing that I am gathering from this entire question, take care of you. Do the things that make you feel sexy and beautiful because that's going to make him attracted to you. Confidence yeah. is key. Confidence translates. So 
Like I could like if a girl's insecure, you know, I can sense it and I want no parts of it. And no matter ever. what he does, you will never no matter how many yeah. times he tells you if he does that you're gorgeous, that you're perfect, that he'd never want anybody yeah. else, if you don't feel that about yourself, you'll never believe what he says. And, and think about it, no girl wants a not confident man. So like that that goes the same both ways. Mm-hmm. The only the only men who like not confident women are narcissists. And men that are and, insecure and, themselves. And men that are insecure and like, you know, need to manipulate or abuse. Next question. So we're on the honeymoon phase of our relationship. When my partner and I started dating, people always said how cute it was that we're in our honeymoon phase. We're going on four years together, still feel like we're in the honeymoon phase. You and Polly kind of seem in the same boat on social media and TV, of course, as us. And we're wondering how you always keep your relationship exciting, meaningful, that new relationship feeling. Mainly, I'll die on the hill of the honeymoon phase is just an excuse for people to use, that people use to explain their laziness later in the relationship. We just want to hear how you keep your relationship new and exciting and meaningful. Who's still calling their relationship the honeymoon phase four years into it? I mean, we don't call ours the honeymoon phase. No. (laughs) I mean, honestly, like, every day is, like, an exciting day. But, like, after four years, like, you're... I got news for you. You're out of the honeymoon phase. That... That's, like, done in, like, a year. Right? I guess... Because people... Because people, when they see us, we're constantly, like, handsy. We're lovey. We're affectionate. mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't have that so i think mm-hmm. the main question is like what do we but they're do? saying that they do have that they're still in it yeah but they're asking four years later but they're asking how we're still in it so they kind of want outside perspective you just do the same things that you always did except you know each other even better Yeah, you know each other even better like there's things that you start to love about your partner that um you know maybe you didn't know in the beginning um there's other things that you guys explore um, you do a lot more things together. You learn to appreciate each other. You fill in each other's gaps. Oh. <laughs> holes. I'll give you a gap. Yeah, you fill in each other's holes. All of them. All <laughs> three of them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's it. You just got to keep things fun. Um, you know, take time for you. Go on dates. Um, do the things that you did in the beginning in order to keep it fun. Right now, life sometimes gets in the way. Like, I don't know if you guys have a family or kids or anything like that, but still set aside time for you guys to be you, Um, you know, and in the bedroom, definitely always spice things up and, you know, keep things fun and freaky. I think the thing with me, just from my perspective, is I just have never not found you attractive. I don't care what, if you're in your bulking phase for the Olympics or your cutting stage for for boxing, I always find you the most handsome man in the whole world and you also satisfy me completely on every level in the bedroom. So I never, I never even feel the need to look. I just never even look elsewhere. You're the most beautiful man in the whole world to me and you always make me feel like I'm the most beautiful girl. So I think that that goes It does help that we are very attracted to each other. Very, um, So very if you guys are still very attracted to each other, like... Don't listen to the other people. Like, they're probably missing something in their relationship. So stay in the honeymoon phase for as long as you want. If you're in the honeymoon phase for the rest of your life, you're winning. All right? All right. Rock and roll. Now, here's another one. I've been with my husband since I was 17. Mm -hmm. It's been 22 years off for about a year, but together most. He isn't an alpha male, as I like. And for the past four years, I've been the only one really working and providing for us. We have no human children. 
So I'm more in the alpha role, not by choice. And it's deeply affecting my relationship and marriage, but he hasn't shown interest in going back to work. It's affecting the way that I see him. I love him so much and I want to make it work, but I don't know what to do. And with all the stresses, I'm at my highest weight and I can tell a difference in attraction, which is messing also with our sex life. As we both get off alone weekly, but only have sex or sexual encounters maybe once a month or every other month. I feel lost in my body, who I am, and in my marriage. Um, she's, she's the breadwinner, it seems, at this point. You need to tell him. Sorry, it's a hard conversation and a lot of people avoid the conversation. You got to tell him. Um, there is absolutely no room for a beta male. And he can't feel sexy I'm sorry. But, to... the, but here's the thing. If he is not internally driven to make money, to provide, to protect, to do all these things, leave him. Have the conversation first, but if it's affecting you this much, right, you need to have the conversation. And, and if the thought of losing you doesn't motivate him to change, he's not the man for you. Mm. Um, I'm sorry to say, but like, I've got, I've got no room for beta males. Like I'm a alpha male, like alpha, alpha male. And I love other people who like want to take control of the reins and provide, um, you know, pleasure, pleasure their partners sexually, like make the money, um, look after the future, uh, be able to defend your partner. If there's ever a bad situation, like that is to me what masculinity is all about. It's about being able to do those things. And what is he providing at this point? It just seems to be a roommate that yeah. you're that you are supporting a roommate. If he's not providing, is he cleaning around the house? Is he making your life easier? Is he providing for you sexually? Is he doing things that make your life easier and that make you feel amazing? If all you feel right now is drained because he is in his own rut, he's he's lazy. If you're in it because it's familiar <clears throat> and because it's comfortable even though it's uncomfortable, I also agree sometimes at a certain point people grow apart and you start over. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's there's the divine masculine and there's the divine feminine. And when people are in relationships, um, you know, whether it's male and female, whether it's uh, female and female or whether it's male and male, um, somebody shifts into the role of the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Now, in a male-female relationship... If the woman does not feel protected, if the woman does not feel safe or secure, she will become more masculine. And in return, the male will become more feminine. Um, and to me, like, that's not okay. Right? Like, the man needs to at least do something. So, like, if you've got a deadbeat loser dude... Leave them. It sounds like you've got a baggage instead of a man. And for me, I'm a little old school. And I love, like, a, a part of why I'm so sexually attracted to you is your drive. And you're always seeking to become better and do better aside from, you know, what you do for me in the bedroom. Duh. But you as a man, it's very sexy to me to always see you striving for more and working really hard. Um, and in general life, I kind of have, like, a masculine energy with me. Not with him. When I'm with him, I'm like... Let me make you food. Let me love you. Like, let me clean. Like, I become, like, a super housewife. When I met Cara, she was big time <laughs> super masculine I had a, energy. Like, I was like, 
dick swinging. Yeah, yeah. Cara was Gone. big time masculine energy. She was like, and I still will be with other people. Yeah, but she's not very with much you. that way with other people. Like with me, she is a puddle of like Mush. feminine energy. And you know happily, what I mean? Happily so, and I feel like you can be both. And I feel like for you and your situation, my advice to you. It sounds like right now you have a deadbeat roommate. I think the most important thing, and you're unhappy with your body and how everything's yeah. happening. So my advice to you is take care of yourself. Um, don't even think of him because right now you are taking care of yourself in every way, even sexually. So pretend he's not there. Focus on you. Do things that make you feel sexy and attractive. This is my biggest thing that I push women towards. Don't think of him. And once you become the best version of yourself, at that point, reassess and be like, I feel amazing. I'm making money. I'm doing everything. I'm good on my own. You know what I mean? Maybe it's time to level up. Okay? So take care of you. And here's a lesson for, you know, uh, men out there, right? The more you're in your divine masculine and, you know, your partner is able to be in their divine feminine, um, it feeds your masculine energy. The same way your divine masculine will feed their feminine energy. And that's just uh, that's just what it is. So you could either be a beta male or you could be an alpha male. Pick your poison. But mm-hmm. A lot of men are just honestly content. Like because if they're being taken care of, like a lot of men, you can't make them, they can't make themselves into an alpha if they're just... Honestly, honestly if I'm going to really call it out, I'm going to say a lot of straight men are like that. They're very lazy, right? A lot of them overweight, right? Like they they have no drive. They have no drive. You don't really see it too much, um, you know, with the masculine men like in the gay community um, or the, you know, bi community. Like I don't know what it is, but, you know, you straight boys are like completely dropping the ball here. Like you guys don't know how to fight. You don't know how to fuck. You don't know how to make money. And it's starting to get embarrassing. Well, I think we're going to have to do a How to Become a Man episode with Polly. I think I think we might. Let, let <laughs> me teach you guys. My husband has never gone down on me, if you know what I mean. We have two kids. No, what do you, what do you mean? He's never gone down on me. <laughs> what we, could that mean? Listen, we have two kids. Okay. We've been married for four years. Mm-hmm. He expects me to give it to him all the time. But has never even mentioned it for me. Am I too awkward to bring it up four years into being married? Thoughts? Am I only am I the only one in this situation? Because I feel like I'm you're not. You're not. Like I've gotten this this same predicament multiple times in a ton of different ways. I pleasure my boyfriend, he does not provide for me. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? And then I'll I'll say the woman's point of view. Uh, what are my thoughts? I don't know, Cara. Tell me, what are my thoughts on going down on a woman? I'm a lucky woman, all right? But not every woman is lucky like that. So... Listen, you got... You you have to bring this up to him, okay? Or, like, instead of bringing it up, maybe it would be better if she just kind of casually made the actions. Because maybe speaking about it, would speaking about it kind of put him off as opposed to making it happen in the bedroom? I would say two options, right? It, speak about it or... Get yourself some sexy lingerie. Um, sit on his face. I was gonna say. <laughs> sit, I was gonna say sit right on his face. Here's what you do. Give him no options. Just sit right on his face. Get yourself in a sixty nine position and just, you know, don't start sucking until he starts licking. You know what I mean? Or just lay on the bed, 
with the lingerie on, you know, you could get some of the lingerie where it's like the flowy top where, you know, he's forced to like go down there. Hair. Here's you know? my here's and my And if he suggestion. tries to just come up and like just go straight to fucking push his head down. Suffocate that man. <laughs> here's here's my honest suggestion. It sounds to me like you're a little timid to ask what you want, but you already have two kids with this man. Like this is a four-year marriage, two-kid relationship. So my suggestion to you... So you guys clearly fuck. Find your night. Take a shower. Get all clean and fresh down there. There's some really good, um, like, sexy arousal uh, oils that also act like a lubricant that are safe for down there. I would suggest grabbing one of those. I have one that's like a... I know. What's the name of it? I don't, I don't remember the name of it, but it's... We'll have to, we'll have to put the link... Tastes in. like Christmas. <laughs> it, it definitely does. And I know that because... We'll go in. Well, that's not for here. Because I put um, my fingers in your mouth after. Hi. What? Okay. So here's my suggestion. He expects you to give it to him all the time. Go ahead. Give it to him. And you give it to him and then slowly spin around. Okay? So that he must give it to you. And he's laying down, right? So if he's laying on his back and you're giving it to him below, just do a little spinnerooski, right? And go ahead and sit your butt right down on his face while you continue to give it to him, but now you're also giving it to you. And he's just going to have to get used to pleasuring you because there is no way that you should be in a relationship that's only one-sided. You absolutely should be getting pleasured. You deserve it. And I you agree. should. And I think making it happen... It, it should be both. Yeah. It should be both. And making you know? it happen that way in the bedroom as opposed to just, hey, can you go down on me? Or you don't go down yeah. on me enough. Yeah, I yeah, think... Yeah. I think just taking like the reins, do a little, give it to him, spin a ruski, he gives it to you. And I think that's probably the best way to go about it in that situation. I agree. What's he going to do? Say, no, don't put that thing in my face. And if you really want to spice it up, just lay on does. your back, start playing with yourself, and then call him over and tell him to put his face down there. <laughs> just saying. Just saying, like, and start doing it to yourself and be like, now it's your turn. And this is our most listened to podcast. <laughs> last question. We are on our last one of the sexy Aww, podcast. I know you guys are so sad about that because it's been fun. I've had fun. This Woo! isn't good. We might need a little, little breaky break. A little sex break. I mean, breaky break. Oh, here's a good one. And it especially brings up you. Oh. Okay. So my husband and I have been married for 10 years. We're high school sweethearts. We've got two kids together. Recently, he's been mentioning being bi. Mm -hmm. We've talked about exploring, pegging, exploring together, seeing what he's comfortable with. But we are not in an open relationship. But since we were in high school sweethearts and have only been with each other, I feel like I owe it to him to let him try being <clears throat> with a guy. I know Paulie recently came out as bi as well. How do you handle it? I love my husband with my whole heart. It's a lot for me to process it and handle. Thank you guys in advance. And I hope you see this. Um, it's a lot there. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, you guys need to get on the same page. I think you guys need to listen to the podcast that we had with Shanti. Um, and you need to, uh, as he referenced, always be on a day where it's a 100. Um, when you have these conversations, right? So like... If you're feeling below 100 or he's feeling below 100, do not have these conversations. Um, approach each other when you're both at a 100. Um, it's a little bit of a different scenario, right? Because like I don't – I'm not a bottom. 
I'm the top. I'm the dominant one always. Um, so I'm never the one getting pegged or anything like that. Um, I'm always the one in control. Um, however, if that's his thing, um, it's a conversation that you guys are going to have to have. Like from an open relationship standpoint, that's just the bridge you're going to have to cross. And it has to be a open discussion. Like the conversation about being bi, that's like the easy part. The actual actions of like making that a thing and allowing that to be a thing. Um, you know, cause you don't want him like sneaking off and like exploring it without you. Yeah. I, I want to highly emphasize that because just cause he's by him being with a guy or exploring with a guy or his feelings that he might've had. And that's amazing that you're open to that and you're willing to try different ways for him to feel happy and still be with him because of how much you love him. And that is a beautiful thing. Keep in mind, him exploring with a guy is just the same as you as a straight woman exploring with a guy, a different guy. It's a different partner. It still counts as a different partner, whether he's gay, bi, or not. Um, with that, I think something that you might find healthy, maybe even start exploring by watching uh, gay or bi porn scenes together, like Skinamax type thing. Maybe see how that makes you feel, see how it makes him feel by just watching and exploring. I would say dip your toes in the water first, right? And if that's something that he wants to, maybe it's just a curiosity or a fantasy that he doesn't actually, that if he was in the situation, it might not be his thing, right? So maybe start with watching like Skinamax sexy type, you know, guy on guy. Yeah, I mean, but she also mentioned pegging. So I mean, like, first try yourself out, you know, like if you could be the man on him, then problem solved. Kind so. Of hard. You know, I would also watch some like girl on girl stuff with strap ons. Mm -hmm. That way you kind of know how to work that thing. Maybe start with a finger. Yeah, start with a finger. You know, while you're blooping, while you're going down, yeah, you just know. bloop. See how he feels about start that. Start with a finger, work your way up to like a little dildo, and then put that strap on on. Get See, on in there. And then, and then at that point, if the conversation is still there, that it's something he wants to try with another man. I would say that should be something that all three of you explore together. If that is absolutely something that is not yeah. attractive to you and you're just like, I, I, you know what, I love you, but this is just not my thing. As much as you love this man, you also need to be honest about what you're okay with, what you're, mm -hmm. you know, and safety is always first, the first and foremost precaution, safety is first. But I do yes. think that as long as you, you cover all your bases there with what you may or may not be comfortable with, if you start slow, if you do things like we just said, you first, or exploring with watching porn, seeing how that is, how you feel, how you both feel mm. about it, and then bringing in a guy yeah. that you feel safe with or that you have to that you're a part <clears throat> of, you know, it could make it could actually open up a whole new door of uh, and it also, excitement to you. It also like it starts with you explaining exactly how you're feeling, right? And like when you have these conversations, there can be no emotions involved involved. Right? Like, so when you have this conversation with him, you can't start to get upset or teary-eyed or, like, worked up or anything. Just listen. And same with him. No, you just have to have a normal conversation. It has to be a very point-blank, matter-of-fact conversation. Right? Because the second that you start <laughs> doing that, like, you're not even open to hearing what he has to say because you're already clouded emotionally but I, um, and he's going to get defensive off of that so you just gotta 
Just have the conversation. But I have to say, just the fact that he was able to open up to her and say, I think I'm bi, I want to explore it, shows... It takes a lot. It shows how rock solid the marriage is because it's not something he's trying to do behind your back. And he's not trying to get out of the marriage. He's He had this conversation with you, which is a huge step and it's very scary. So the fact that he was able to confide in you about that... You should have all the confidence in the world about yourself. Like the level of trust and comfort that he mm-hmm. feels to open up to you with that, that he's not afraid you're going to jump down his throat. He knows you. It's been 10 years of marriage. Like he <laughs> well, loves maybe you. Maybe he kind of wants her to maybe jump down his throat. Maybe he wants you to jump down his you throat. Know? Maybe I don't he kind of wants that, you know? But I think that's a beautiful thing that he was, that he has enough trust and confidence and security with you that he was willing to open up about that. And the fact that. The fact that he did open up and that your response was, okay, well, let me see how I can explore this with you or let me see, you know, how we can pleasure you in different ways, like shows what an, what an amazing relationship that you have. That is a beautiful thing. And that's something you both need to really look at outside of it, that that is an amazing thing. It speaks volumes about your relationship. So I wish you the best of luck with that. Best Um, of luck. You'll have to keep us posted. Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions. I'll be doing this a whole lot more because this is really fun. Yeah, this is fun. I like answering the questions. I do, too. I love opening up, sharing our own Mm -hmm. experiences and past and, like, how we can help you guys and give you our personal feedback. So, please keep sending those questions. Hopefully, we'll pick your question, answer it anonymously on a future episode. So, thank you for joining us on another episode of Invite Only. It's Car Maria. Polly. And we are out. Yeah, howdy. All right, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.